Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Tag. Man, the Cowboy Jared Watson here. I'm alongside. No, 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 not Keith this week. I know we, we can't seem to stick together on this podcast, but I do have a good friend of the show, and 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 some would say close to Cam Manning, the biggest heel of our show, and that is the, our friend Chris Sly. Sly, how you doing this week, man? Thanks for coming on and. Uh, kind of filling in for keith here no problem you know keith is is always missing i'm always here to fill in for keith and for you and for everybody else and i know i'm the best person to fill in for so i mean uh, of course i'm gonna be here for you guys why wouldn't i be absolutely we need you we need you more than you need us as that's that's absolutely true that's right and and same with the listening crowd they need me you know it's everyone needs me and um my time is precious but uh i'm here for you buddy well, we're grateful to have you on, man, and taking the time out today to come on the show, filling in for Keith. Uh, Keith, we miss you, buddy. Hopefully we get to be together again next week. Uh, but a lot going on in the world of wrestling. It's that time of month where the big holidays are coming up, Thanksgiving, Christmas. But it's also one of the big five pay-per-views, right? We have Survivor Series that just happened this past weekend from Boston at TD Garden. And it was a little different this year, Sly. We had the the uh, the war games aspect uh, that was brought in uh, by this new regime led by Triple H. And uh, I think it, it worked for the most part. I think um, we'll discuss a little bit in, more in depth, uh, but let's start um, with the women's war games Survivor Series five on five match. Uh, it was Team Bianca Belair versus Team Damage Control. Uh, Keith and I were kind of talking off air slide that... Uh, we, we kind of wanted to see Damage Control take the win here because uh, they had Rhea Ripley on their side, uh, you know, and, and, and all that aspect with it. But Damage Control is so hot right now. You want to keep that momentum rolling, but, you know, it was stopped by Bianca Belair and a returning Becky Lynch. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's, you know, it's that, that fun little game of, you know, you have all of the names on the on the face side, right, with Belair and Bliss and Sok- uh, Asuka and, and Becky Lynch and... It's tough, right? Because you know what it reminds me of, honestly? It reminds me of when John Cena went over Nexus at Survivor Series. It's very much like, all right, here's this upcoming, you know, heel group. And obviously you have Rhea Ripley in there as well, who I feel like should just be pushed as a monster. In my opinion, she looks like a monster. She she talks almost better than any other female wrestler on the on the roster. And like you said, you have you have this great group with Bailey, uh, Dakota, and EO, and I don't know, man. I I feel like they I haven't criticized WWE a lot recently. I'm gonna be real honest. I, I'm a big Triple H guy. Yeah. Um, you know, he he was you know he works better as a heel. I work better as a heel. MJF works better as a heel. Right. Um, Matt Brown doesn't work well at all. Uh, even when he calls people <laughs> lame, that's a compliment. I take it as for sure. Um, but I I yeah I would have liked to see the heel the heel faction take it for sure just to make them look a, a little bit more badass between Rhea and the group. Nikki Cross was an interesting. I feel like Nikki Cross was almost like like the breadcrumbs of of mm-hmm. the meatloaf here. Like she was just kind of thrown in there to keep it together, but right. there there wasn't a whole lot going. On. I I would have liked a, a different fifth member personally. Yeah, and um, I was I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to bring up Nikki Cross because I actually. I personally like this version of Nikki Cross a hell of a lot better than Nikki A.S.H. I think this is the Nikki Cross uh, that they should have kept with all along, build on that. 
She is the Nikki Cross who threw away the 24-7 title. Thank the Lord. That is out of here. And the one away. good thing she's done. Yes, sure. absolutely. But yeah, like I, I think she was a little bit overshadowed with everybody in there, just the star power of the team, uh, for even for both teams, really. Um, but I, I understand why you wanted Bianca's team to win because Becky's on there. Becky's coming back. You don't want Becky to necessarily be a part of the losing team in this situation. But, but they could have made it. They could have like, made like, it. Why not? She 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 would be fine if they lost. Make her. You could make her look strong. They made KO look not not to try to jump ahead, but you yeah. could make a person look strong. No and doubt, still be on the losing team. So right, and that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, if if if, I, I if they could have lost, if they yeah. could have lost and had them lose, just don't pin Becky, right? Right, like I said, you can super make her look strong. You can suit, you know, have her eliminate, you know, three three of the other people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just. I don't know. They, I, they definitely could have done it a little better. Like I said, I'm, I haven't criticized WWE a whole lot recently, uh, but mm-hmm. this this one for sure fell short for me. Yeah, and then a couple noticeable botches in there as well um, from EO Sky. Uh, I'm not trying to single her out or anything because I think what they're doing with damage control is really good. Um, but you know, there were a couple times in there where it was it was noticeable, and you know, things like that happen. You get called up in the cell and everything like that. But uh, I mean, it wasn't a barn burner of a match. I mean, it was the opening match. Triple H praised them. And as he should, because these these women are so spectacular and they're they're really leading a strong women's division right now. And I think like you like when you highlighted Rhea, I think that's I agree with you because Rhea right now is the top heel badass in WWE. You could argue it's Bailey, but. I'm arguing it's Rhea because, like you said, she talks better than everybody else. She's part of the Judgment Day. She's the reason Judgment Day is successful. Judgment Day Day is uh, outside of Bloodline. Judgment Day is uh, one of the better things that WWE has going for them. Again, I think they mishandled them a little bit as well, but not not bad enough where – they're toast. Like they still have some, they still have some heat and they still, uh, Oh my gosh. I love Like I, I hate Dominic Mysterio. Let me, let me be first and foremost. I think he's a terrible actor. I don't like his wrestling, mm-hmm. but there's just something about him. When you put him with Rhea Ripley, that yeah. makes it like delicious hate. Like, Oh my, I love right. hating this guy now where before I was just like, nah, he sucks. But now, yeah, yeah. now I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I, I I'm liking it. Yeah, exactly. He's doing his job pretty well with the judgment day. Uh, and did you see the video of him going to Ray's house during Thanksgiving? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. No, I'm bringing my girlfriend, Dad. What? What do you want? Like, yeah, right, right. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Rhea is, uh, my wife already knows this. Rhea is is the one woman that I would 100% be okay with just tie me down and let her do what she wants to me. Like, <laughs> good, great. And she could, like, she could dominate 90% of the men that I know. She's amazing. She is, and and I think having her be a part of Judgment Day really elevated her to that next level because she's she's the reason Judgment Day's really won a lot of their matches, most of their matches even. So, and I, I like you said, I, I love Judgment Day. I love what they're doing with that. One of the hottest things going. But the other hot thing that's going on right now in WWE, the hottest, scorching hot, is the bloodline. Before we get into this match, all of the stuff that they've been doing recently the bloodline that is and i know you guys have been talking about it on the show and whatnot because i've been listening but like Sami Zayn is just a gift from god he is i've always been a fan back when it was you know generico and and 
you know, Steen, uh, Kevin yeah. Steen mm-hmm. having just the, the most phenomenal matches I've ever seen on the independent circuit. And, and Sami Zayn coming in and like, dude, he just, he, whether it's a face or a heel or, you know, uh, uh, like he can be tough. He can be a coward. He can be, a, it's, it's super believable. And he's so good on the mic. And I don't know how, I don't know if they, like saw this camaraderie and backstage and which is why they put it together or if they fell into it, but good gracious, is it working? And I love it so, so, so much. And I mean, the bloodline by themselves without Sammy, I feel like would be, it would be decent. It would be solid. It would be fine. But man, Sammy Zane is just like, ah, Picasso. I like it. You know what I mean? It's, it's beautiful. The icing on the cake, right? It's, it's that situation because, I wasn't necessarily a fan of it at, at first because I at first when I when the bloodline first started, I was like, they should really run this in the Samoa heritage type situation, right? They should keep it between Roman, the Usos, maybe add solo in there. And they it, did. It was, they ended it was up. feeling like uh like a, like an Italian mob movie. Almost, yeah. But, but Samoan versus Italian. Right. That's I think that's comparison. what was kind of genius about Sammy is that, you know, if you watch Goodfellas, you have, you know, you have the, the Italian guys, but then you have the Irish guys come in too. And they're like, they can't be made, but they can be like part of the group. Like they can be like the, 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 like you said, the voice uh, kind of like Sammy is. So right. I, I do like that aspect of it. Yeah. I, lo- I love it. And, um, I'm so glad that they went down that route because Sammy, like you said, just adds that that next level because he can, like you said, he, he's such a a Swiss Army knife when it comes to professional wrestling. He could do anything you want him to, right? Like he's that guy that, that's just so vital and versatile in the ring and on the mic because I I could argue that as great of a wrestler he is. He's better on the mic. Like, I think he's, he's such probably better. better on the mic. But you yeah. know what the issue is? You have you're going to have your purists probably Matt and other old guys that they're just like, Oh, he's, he's like skinny fat or whatever. Like, dude, I don't care. He's good. Like you have to suspend your disbelief, right? Like everyone says like, Oh, a big guy could just throw a small guy around the ring. Yeah. And also when you climb a ladder, it doesn't take 45 seconds to get to the top of a damn ladder. Like you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit if you're watching wrestling. So let's, let's get like, say, give Sammy his props. Yeah, absolutely. What him and Jay have been doing has been perfect. I'm just trying to make each other laugh. Is silly. Like I know it's a little fourth wall breaking again. The old guys probably won't like it, but like uh-huh. I, I like I like it a lot because because they do. They're not just like breaking and then like completely losing their character. Like they're trying yeah. to keep in their character, and it's just like them breaking. It's kind of like when they break on SNL. You're just like, oh, okay, yeah. human. All right, back in the skit. All right, right, and right, you don't exactly. lose it because, like you said, they're all so good. You, you, it, it's not completely broken for you when they do kind of start to yeah laugh or whatever. Right. And even when you get Roman they stay to, oozy, to break, you know, yeah, exactly. When you get Roman to break, you're doing a pretty good job. So, um, but yes, let's get into the match. Uh, the men's war game match between the bloodline and, you know, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus and all, whatever you want to call brawling brute team brawling brutes, I guess you want to call them. I, I liked what they were doing uh, on the previous couple of weeks before war games with them because they were they were slowly building it up, right? You know, you break Sheamus's arm, break quote unquote break Sheamus's arm, you fracture his arm. Romans had the feud with McIntyre before uh, Owens finally getting back 
into the scene, right, with Sammy. That it made it personal. That was that a great way. reveal, and Roman sold that yeah. pretty well too. Like he doesn't he normally show fear, and he did. It wasn't like he sh- he was scared, but he did like just enough where he was like worried. Mm-hmm. But then you know he didn't not without showing like, oh my god, I'm I'm scared. Right, uh, right. By the way, we talked about Sammy doing a lot. Roman used to be like a wooden wooden plank on the mic was he not? Oh, yes. like ter- he's gotten so much better as well and i don't yeah. know if that's a, a product of vince leaving and him being mm. able to do a little bit more relaxed but or but i, I gotta give it up to, to Ron. Oh, yeah. he's been much better as well i remember when his promo with him and cena in the ring oh when cena just buried him in there like you gotta oh, learn yeah. how to talk in this business son yep. oh my god and he did he took cena's advice and he learned from that moment and he's Arguably one of the best guys on the mic in the ring today. So total shift there. Um, okay, so let's get into the match a little bit. Um, I think the storytelling aspect of this match was a little bit better than the women's only because of, of the fact that you didn't know throughout the night they were showing the promos with Sammy and Jay. Will Sammy turn on them during the match? And, you know, Roman's talking to each one of them. Jay's pretty convinced that Sammy's going to turn. Um, during the match, you you had a moment where I believe it was Jimmy was about to go in to help Jay, but then Roman said, hold on, wait a minute. I'm sending Sammy out and it's just going to be Sammy and Jay together working together. I thought that was perfect. I mean, it was the perfect, like the mob, like you said, the mob mentality where the big tough guy and who's the head of everything says, no, 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 I'm making the decisions. You're going out there. You're doing this just to see where they're at. I thought that was perfect. Um, also with Owens and Zane, the, the the moment at the end there, Sly, when you know it was basically just them and, and Owens was like, This is your guy. He was holding Roman by his hair, you know, like this is your tribal chief or whatever, you know. And then uh Zane low blows him, you know, halluva kick, boom, done. Proves his worth. I thought it was perfect. I thought everything about the match was perfect. It was a solid match all the way through, like you said. I, I loved I loved Roman asserting his control and his authority and testing the the allegiance there uh, when he sent Sammy in, and yeah, the the it was it was a beautiful moment where you know Sammy and Kay were friends and it hit the low blow and obviously you know Sammy Sammy and Kay have been down this road before right and it almost like to Sammy what what has being a friend to Ko gotten them not a lot right so now obviously. You're in this massive group, holds all the titles, has all the power. It's it's okay. Maybe he's still friends with KO or was up to that point. But I feel like that that power trip that that, you know, not that it's an illusion, but that, yeah, almost the I don't want to give this up like power corrupts, right? Uh, power corrupts. Um, totally or whatever. The Completely butchered that saying, but it, it, power. It, total power corrupts totally or whatever so yeah i i feel like it's just too much to give up for sammy like you said they did it very well and okay now now where do they go from here because that's been the thing right like he there's been that little bit of mistrust in the family now everything's sewn up where do we go from here that's i guess my next thing and i'm i'm not saying like oh where do they go like they're in trouble i'm saying where do they go because i'm genuinely excited for it because i feel Mm -hmm. like they could they they will probably make the best of it yeah i think so um now if vince was still running things i i would be a little worried oh i would i would really hate the position we're in absolutely yeah 
Absolutely. But with Triple H running things, not worried whatsoever. It's going to get figured out. And we got to figure out who's who Roman's going to face next for the for the Universal title. So, well, I don't know about next, but I mean, I've I've been the the biggest and strongest believer of, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people have been thinking this about Cody coming back at Rumble and right. uh, taking it from him at, at Mania. And I don't know if that'll happen. I, I'm maybe he only takes one of the titles because they're unified right now. But, right. you know, do they split them back up again? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But that's, uh, you know, that's again, that's not obviously the next thing. But right, right, right. I don't think Roman drops it before WrestleMania if he even drops it then. Right. I agree with you. I think just if you want to build up Cody, you know, and have him return at the Rumble and face Roman. I mean, that's fine. I'm I'm totally cool with that. Um if you want to include the rock down the line, maybe we can fit that in somewhere uh, down the line, maybe not for the title, but just for the head of the table uh, honors, maybe. Uh, but we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. We, we got to kind of bring it back in here again. Thought the match was cool. I I don't think this hurts McIntyre or Sheamus or anybody Owens, anybody. I just think the bloodline are just so perfect and so dominant. You don't want to, you don't want to fix anything that ain't broken. You know what I mean? It, it just kind of, it's working. It's, it's, it's the best thing going slide. It really is. It's the best thing going in the biz right now, maybe other than MJF, but yeah, the MJF is, oh my God, phenomenal right now. But right. um, the other, I guess the other nice thing I did like about this feud was the KO reveal, obviously being the fifth member. That was, that was pretty awesome. I'm a big KO fan. And I, I man, it, it pains me to say this because i i mean like it's like stone cold steve austin cm punk and ko are like my trifecta of dudes that i love forever and always but man ko disappointed me a little bit in the match i felt like he could have done a little bit more um but i understand he i feel like he's working hurt too so i also understand why he didn't do some of the high spots that he normally does and that sort of thing um but like you said, the story was on point and that's, it was more of a bloodline story than a KO story anyway. So yeah. maybe KO is where they go from here with reigns. I, I think that would hurt KO though, just because right now KO has the reputation of being one of the only guys that took reigns to the limit. Right? Yeah. So, so if he does, so if he fights him again and doesn't win the title, I feel like he's becoming Bray Wyatt before the fiend. Ooh, you know, the guy that's always there without yeah. being able to deliver. And I don't want that to happen. So I, I would take KO away from the feud personally. Um, and like you said, maybe get somebody else in there before Cody comes back. Yeah. And, and you know, it could, it could very well be Seamus. We haven't really seen Seamus and Roman kind of one-on-one thing. Right. And, and well, we did years ago, right. When Ro- right. they were pushing Roman as the face and Seamus yes. cashed in money in the bank. That was not before. And, that was before bloodline. Range. Right. And, and Seamus's career can take it. Like he's been yeah. through ups and downs and doesn't, he's been around so long. Anything can happen to that guy. Well, well Seamus is on such a high right now from the fans. Like he's, he's over like, Oh, absolutely. And well, that's what I'm saying. He's been to this place before he's been over Mm -hmm. and he's been under for like, you know, he's been, and I don't think that's, I said, I don't think throwing him into a feud with Roman will hurt him in the long run. And like you said, maybe um, you can get a close call with them here or there, but yeah, that, that, that would be interesting. Cause we, yeah, you're right. We haven't seen that in a while, but it's Seamus to that level though, right now, like, could they put him in that feud? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We will it's an see. Interesting thought. I like that. 
It is. It is. And, and it's going to be interesting to see if they do go that route, whether the Brutes and the Usos will support their guys or will it just be kind of them two in the ring. But we're, we're going to find out. But speaking of support, support for Mixed Tag is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TAG at manscaped.com. And if my math's correct, Sly, you know, that's about 14 million balls. And 20% off is huge. I would say 20% off is, is amazing. I, I love Manscaped, so I, I'm 100% going to be taking advantage of this. I, I actually got to get some new stuff. So That's right. And, my my yeah. wife loves it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, but, you know, Keith was expecting to be here today, uh, but he wanted me to give this story for the tag gang to hear. So, of course, he was expecting to be on to tell him himself, but he wanted me to do it. But it involves him being a trivia host which I know you're starting the job this week too. Yes, sir. So listen to this, right? So a few years back, it's a hot summer season, you know, whatever the reason, Keith decided to go commando that day. Uh, and, and, you know, the game was over. He was lugging his equipment back up on the stage, right? So a guy he knew comes over off the stage and comes up to him. And Keith apparently made a fast move or something. And his buddy's face changed dramatically like to straight disgust and he actually coughed a little bit like he was telling me he was coughing and and, and here's what he said and i quote what is that smell oh no it's like it's like it's you know his face is like oh my god so he knew he knew immediately it was his crotch right it was his issue you know the smell coming through the shame was strong right he admits to me like he was not feeling the best so Keith didn't have the grooming habits, hygiene, the products he needed at the time. But like our favorite character, Mrs. Doubtfire says, help is on the way. So the performance package 4.0 has arrived and it is a game changer. So inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance box of briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. So first off, the lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer, it's the future of grooming. And dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever. I mean, this fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 4k led spotlight you need for more precise shave. And you thought that was good, but, you might want to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer, which is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. And of course, I can attest to this, their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner, it will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. And trust me when I say it, guys, your balls well, thank you. I know mine did. So, Chris, don't be like Keith, man, with your trivia games. Don't be like him. <laughs> Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code TAG. Unlock your confidence 
and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Not only do my balls thank me, my wife thanks me too. Like the, the Manscaped, the, the, like you said, that 4.0 trimmer is amazing. I love it. Top-notch products there from Manscaped. We thank you guys for supporting our episode today. But we can't wrap up the show without giving a little list here, right? We make a lot of lists on Mixtag. But who doesn't love lists? Everyone loves doesn't? lists. Yeah. Exactly. Who doesn't love a good list? So, like I said, Survivor Series time. Uh, it may have ended, but it's still the season. And Sly made his top three Survivor teams list. Uh, and we want to hear from him and see what his opinion is on this because he is the the almighty here on the show and his opinion matters more. So give us your three you have written down here, Sly. Thank you. Uh, and I do appreciate that you uh, acknowledge my uh, greatness. So number three, I'm going with the original, the 1987, the very first Survivor Series, just because of the star power there. You, you know, we were still in the middle of Andre and Hogan. So um, do you remember any of these wrestlers off the top of your head? I do. Yes. So let's, let's see if let's see. Let's see how much I know. Of okay. This. So Andre's team, you had Andre. Uh-huh. You had Rick Rude. Uh-huh. Yep. Ravishing. Right. You had King Kong Bundy. Okay. I remember him. He was a big, bald guy. Yep. Right. Then you had, a, a, I mean, he was big at the time, but looking back, you're like, what were they doing? The one-man gang? You remember him? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Then, what a story with that. Right. And Butch Reed. So, okay. you know, obviously, you have King Kong Bundy, Ravishing Rick Rude, Andre the Giant, three Hall of Famers mm-hmm. on on the the heel side of of andre and of course you had um you had heenan a part of the whole thing you gotta have heenan there if you're a heel team you gotta have him yeah i love at that time period heenan was the man all right Mm -hmm. so and then you had hogan you had hogan you had paul orndoff like wrestlemania one yep wrestlemania yeah absolutely the if you if you go back and watch this match Mm -hmm. a guy that stole the show for me and really put his name on the map and he was he was already known and everything but this this guy underrated his whole career in my opinion bam bam bigelow yeah like definitely dude, for as big as he was he could move he could go oh, yeah. ring, like super super underrated in my opinion at the time where big men didn't do that stuff he did he he, he revolutionized the high-flying big man that's right. And like I said, he stole this match as well. Um, and then you had Ken Patera and Don Morocco. Okay. Uh, I'm not as familiar up. with that. I know Don I, Morocco. I'm not as well. I'm sure I'll get some hate from the old guys. Matt Brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're muted. Oh, I was talking. Oh, my God. I muted myself. That's terrible. He didn't want to say Matt Brown's name live. I didn't so want to yet. say his name live, and I didn't want to mention that nobody cares about their opinions anyway. So I was just <laughs> I was trying to say, you know, nothing at all since I had nothing nice to say. Uh all right. So for the match, and again, I don't don't love the storyline so much, right? But the match itself was pretty phenomenal. And the amount of Hall of Famers and just huge names that were in this match you got to mention it it's team wwe versus team alliance this was the match to determine basically who stayed in business right this this was who was going to be wwe or wcw and, and ecw right and, that, and those are the kind of best matches where something on the line like that right 
Right, versus just a generic, like, yes. just wrestling to wrestle. And right. like I said, the, the whole, we all agree, the whole Alliance, Alliance storyline was bungled. They didn't have all the wrestlers that they needed. And you can look at it, like, the, just from looking at the list, the Team Alliance included Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, and Shane McMahon. So out of the five people on the, on the, it's three <laughs> WWE guys. That just right. shows you how weak. Now they did have Booker T, mm-hmm. that was who was WCW. phenomenal. Ob- yep. Obviously, was five was times. at the at the time five, five times <laughs> at the time was was the guy carrying the WCW torch and RVD mm-hmm. yep. uh, to round out the top five. So five phenomenal competitors. Mm-hmm. But man, look at this WWE roster: The Rock, <sighs> Prime Time Kane. I'm not talking about Kane without the mask, old Kane. You oh, know, yeah. like I'm talking ripped with the mask, Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Undertaker back mm. then, you know, back then, wow. you know, big show. And again, big show still, he's not old yet. He was still, no, yeah. he still had some muscle. Maybe he was slowing down a little bit, but he was still big show. Yeah. And Chris Jericho, in my opinion, man, one of the greatest of all time, just because of how he reinvents himself. And that's interesting because he could have technically been a part of the, so WCW he could have been team. right. And I liked how they kept him on WWE because he's been very outspoken, how much he despised. Eric right off in wcw and mm-hmm. i like that they didn't put him back there yeah um, good move for that reason yeah so obviously uh, i'm not sure if there anybody remembers but it actually was looking like alliance was going to win it and kurt angle who was on the alliance uh defected uh hit austin across the head with the with the belt and uh and team wwe was able to to stay in business. So, well, he, he pulled the big show before big show pulled the big show. That's right. <laughs> so, so that but, was good. And, and my, my number one, uh, yeah. in my opinion, does include the big show turn. Well, wait, wait, 20... wait, wait, that, that wasn't your number one team. Ooh, no, 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 no. That's, that's going to be, ooh, that's going to be tough. Yeah, to do. I know. See what you I, got. And that's why I said that my number one is the 2014 team Cena versus team authority. Oh yeah. And I just be- watched that match the other day. Yeah. Right, me too. Do you guys remember how annoying, like everybody was tired of the authority, everybody, Stephanie McMahon <sighs> and triple H and their two little goons that ran around. I forget their names off the top of my yeah, head. Jamie Noble and Noble um, and, um, uh, yeah. other bald guy, Joey bald Mercury. Guy. Joey yep, Mercury, Joey Mer- yeah. yep. uh, like man, p- d- despised. They were despised. Fourteen-year-old yeah. me hated them. Absolutely. Um, you know, Seth Rollins was their guy. Was was mm-hmm. their champ. That's the guy that led the team authority. Yeah. Um. They. That's when they were putting the big show through. Like you know, all of that stuff, making him hit oh, guys yeah. he didn't want to hit. And, Lost his job, wrecked his car. And, right, like and anyone that was going to join Team Cena was going to yeah. be fired. Uh, be you know, fired. Yeah. Right. Right after, like just craziness. So, here's the teams. If you don't remember, Team Authority was led by Seth Rollins. You had Kane. This was an older Kane, you know. That's corporate Kane. Corporate Kane, right? You had Big Show. Oh, no, not Big Show. I'm sorry. Seth Rollins, Kane, Luke Harper. And then you had Rusev. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then your final uh, was Mark Henry. Pretty so you had stack, big team there. Big team. So you had Luke Harper, Kane, Mark Henry, all enormous guys. Rusev, yeah. who at the time was U.S. champion. Oh, and Luke Harper was Intercontinental champion, by the way. So you had Intercontinental right. champion Luke Harper, U.S. champion Rusev, and Rollins, who at the time had the money in the bank contract, though he Man. hadn't cashed it in yet. So this what is pre 
WrestleMania Rollins. This is like I said, mm-hmm. this is him being the corporate guy um, yep. with, with Team Authority. So he's the future, they were running right? rough shot over everybody. Yeah, and you had Team Cena who was trying to stand up to it. The only person that was with them from the get go was Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, oh, and man. then and they were trying to recruit. Every time they tried to recruit somebody, yep. they they wouldn't. You know, they wouldn't. They didn't want to be fired, right? Yeah, they they weren't doing it. Finally, Big Show did it because he was having enough of of what mm-hmm. was going on and being teased. So they had three. Then you had Rowan show up, who had been that, uh, the wild was, card of the whole. Yeah, thing. he he was the teammate of Luke Harper for so long, and you hadn't yes. seen him, and that he just came out. He was like, "Wow, okay, Rowan's part of the team." The expression then, on Cena's face when Rowan came when out. Rowan came out. Yes, unbelievable. That, that was a big one. And Ryback, they had been trying to recruit Ryback for a long time, and Ryback mm-hmm. wouldn't give him a straight answer, and finally well, just showed up. He, he in fact, Team Authority was trying to get him too. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, he just came and Ryback. I feel like Ryback's an interesting character because he really did go through a couple. Like when he was wrestling CM Punk, he kind of had some momentum. He had some heat, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously here, I feel like he got some as well. And yeah. You know, I, he obviously he just wasn't the guy to to mm-hmm. carry it, but he did get some. He was over for a bit. I really he was know, over, yeah, for a little bit. So anyway, um, for anyone that forgets the match, it was very interesting. Started right off, Big Show knocked out Henry like the like two seconds in. Yeah, that Mark was, Henry's done. That was so cool how they did so, that. Yeah, right away. Uh, then they actually start to have some match. Ryback was eliminated. Mm. Um, then it came down to Rusev, a uh, Ziggler. Ziggler was my MVP in this match. Oh, uh, dude, dude was just selling like every team member of the authority had their way with Ziggler. He just, I mean, this guy, him and, and Shawn Michaels are the two best sellers I, I think I've ever it's seen about in my life. 45 minutes of work, right? That night. Yeah. yeah. It just, and like I said, just in there getting five percent of offense and maybe mm-hmm. like just getting monster match the most clutch handled clutch performance very clutch. i've yes. seen so so him and, and rusifer are go out rusif tries to put him through a table puts himself through a table rusif gets counted out ziggler makes the count by a half a second so now it's uh it's three on four with you know the authority having you know they're down uh they're somehow able to eliminate rowan so now it's three on three ziggler's still beat up because of how much they've been monster mashing him so you have rollins kane and harper standing against big show and cena Cena. in the ring and cena gets the the knockout punch from big show big show does one of his famous turns there's the big show one, for you <laughs> yeah one of his 30 turns that he's did in his career knocks out big show or knocks out cena shakes the hand of of the you know the authority and now it's it's literally one on three it's ziggler versus rollins and uh kane and harper and it, it's over it looked like this, it this looked is so over. over and again even here Ziggler's just getting beat up, man. Like oh, he's, saying, he's yeah. not getting any offense in. He gets a he gets a lucky zigzag on Kane to to eliminate him. Mm-hmm. So then Luke Harper and Rollins are still beaten beaten away on him, and then he gets a roll up on Luke Harper. So now it's one on one, and I mean. Again, the whole you're thinking this dude's dead. Like every time they yeah. hit a move on him, you're just like he's done. He's not kicking out, yeah. and he does. And and there's a special way to kick out. And I'm not sure if you notice or or if the or if the listeners notice, but 
when sometimes a lot of people, a lot of, especially wrestlers now don't get it where when they kick out, they like rev up, they like pull their legs mm-hmm. back and right. you like, you, you know, they're going to kick out before they kick out because they're right. like throwing their body. Ziggler, Stone Cold, The Rock, uh, Jericho. I can list a handful of people that w- when it got down to the end of the match, when they kicked out, there was no leg pulling back and kicking out. It was mm-hmm. the hands coming down for three and mm-hmm. they just um, j- like a quick little throw the shoulder up sort of thing. Jolt of lightning or something. Right. Yeah. In my opinion, it makes for much more intense um kick out and it just makes the uh it pulls me into the match a little more right you know i mean like you said when you see right the the drama because when you see them pulling their legs back before the three comes down you're like all right they're kicking out right right like a full second before you know so Mm -hmm. i think it's a it's a it's an art that those guys uh kick out late there anyway ziggler goes goes ahead and hits the zigzag on rollins looks like he's gonna win triple h pulls the ref out goes in there pedigrees um Ziggler it looks like it's over and then the, the sting shows up you know the, yep. never having been in the WWE in his entire Such illustrious career goosebump career, moment goosebump moment shows up hits Triple H with with it with the sting uh, and and you know it's it's crazy because obviously it was all a build up for sting mm-hmm. but i really do i feel like it, they could have made a star out of Ziggler for a second time, mind you, mm, yeah. because obviously his money in the bank cash in that oh, was a man. star making moment. That was a huge yes. ovation. They, yep. uh, he did get hurt. I understand he got hurt during his run, but they, they just, they, he was done when he came back from being hurt. They just dropped him. And then so this over. moment, this moment again, it was super over. Like that crowd was hot, hot, mm-hmm. hot for Ziggler, especially yep. when he eliminated, um, uh, Harper and it was just down to him and, and Rollins. So yeah, yeah, super hot for Ziggler. I, that's a guy that again I feel like a great worker, but it obviously won't go down as one of the greats. But I feel like could have been uh, had right. he not been mismanaged. My opinion. That's all. But uh, that's why it's my number one. Just because again, you said you want to talk about story. Yeah, oh, as yeah. well as the the technical wrestling going on in the ring that's why it's my number one yeah and do you remember not too like maybe a month or two after probably a month where rollins was going to break edge's arm with the chair and cena just brought the authority right back right back yeah didn't even that's why i said it's just it it, again if this was a, a non uh vince mcmahon you know if that was Triple H at the time, I don't think Triple H brings the authority back, you know, no. a month later. Because, like you said, it it just everything was was mute at that or, or, or whatever it is called. Yeah, moot. It was, it was yeah. A, mm-hmm. a moot point. Yeah, moot. Yep. It was a moot. It was moot point. It was a moot match, and it was all for naught. I mean, granted, yep. I guess the people that wrestled for Team Cena didn't get fired. Yeah, but right, right, right. It, it, right. Uh, cool. The point you know? was to get the authority out of power. That right. was the point. Because, like you know. said, they're running roughshod all over the place. Right. Now, did it work out for for the best? Yes, because you know, like you said, Rollins ended up winning the the title at the WrestleMania. Right. Sting faced off against Triple H at Mania too. So. Yeah, Sting faced off with which I didn't like the the finish to that either. No, uh, yeah, but no. It, it is what it is. It, it, it is. I, I guess it ended up working out okay, mm-hmm. but I think it could have been better. Yeah. There you have it, Tag Gang. Sly's top three Survivor Series matches and teams in there as well. 
Sly and I couldn't awesome. get any older than the first Survivor Series match. Right. So if anybody wants to say about old school Survivor Series, I went as old school as I could, guys. Right. There you go. For the he, for the old heads. He gave the old heads their moment, right? He had their moment to shine in there. But Sly, thank you, man. That was awesome. Uh, Tag Game, what do you think of Sly's Survivor Series matches and teams? Let us know. Email us at mixtagshow at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter and let us know. Tag us in there as well. Sly, man, that's going to do it for this episode, man. I appreciate you coming on, filling in this week. I appreciate all the cash that you guys are are shipping my way to to be on the show. And, uh, you know, if you need me again, just, uh, you know, uh, who to call. That's my right. Agent. That's right. Get his agent on the phone, guys. We need him here again next week. All right, Tag Gang. If you like what you heard, please feel free to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And again, email us at mixtagshow at gmail.com to get on Sly for his teams. We want to hear your thoughts on it. Tagging, you've been wonderful. Thank you for listening to this episode from our show's perfect heel, Chris Sly. And from me, the Cowboy Jared Watson, we are signing off. We are out. Thank you.